Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are getting to the top of the tree, the top of the table. So I've done my ladder predictions for this upcoming season. We're down to third, second, and first. So I've given 18 through to fourth so far. Again, if you want to hear who they are and the reasons why, then get it on the SEN app or on your podcast, wherever you get that. Now, I'm going to give my third, second, and first tonight. And then, Wilds, when are you going to give me your top eight? Is that coming, t- is that coming tomorrow or are you going to do yours tonight? I think I'll do it tomorrow. Because like we've, it. we've got yours all then solidified. It's, it, You'll you be know, able to pull people, mine apart. And, well, the and Crow, Crows fans have never heard so many people say, what's men's thinking? Crows can't make the eight? Should have made it last year. But once again, you try and put in 12 teams into eight. It doesn't fit. It, it doesn't. Fit. And for the Crows fans out there, I've got them in ninth position. So it's only just oh, outside. And that's I've, worse. I've given my reasons why. Uh, but let's get to third, second, and first on the ladder. In third position, I've gone with Colton this season. In second, I've gone with Collingwood. And to finish the season on top of the table at the end of the minor round, I have Brisbane. Let's start with third position, the Carlton Blues. <laughs> The Navy Blues. I've got them in third, Wilds. Oh, I am somewhat second-guessing it, just with the injury list they have at the moment. You're trusting them, eh? The Blues, can you trust them? Well, I'll give you the reasons why. The concerns at the moment just for mine are the health of the likes of Zach Williams, Sam Walsh, a lot of guys that are touch and go for the start of the season. So if they're in full fitness, I think they'll be okay. The reason why I am trusting them, and I have them in third position at the end of the home and away season, is... Carlton's list is in a real sweet spot. It's as good a list as any at contending right now. They have 14 of their best 22 players have played over 100 games of AFL footy. There's not many other sides that can lay claim to that. And what that is, is it's a very similar list to Brisbane and Collingwood's team from last season. And we know they both made the grand final. Could have gone either way. Their best players are also aged between the ages of 23 and 29. That, the only one outside of that is Sam Doherty, who's 30. So, again, what does that mean? If you look at Port Adelaide, for example, you would say that their best players are probably at the lower end of that if you're looking at Butters, Rosie, and, and Horn Francis isn't quite there yet. And what I mean by that is it means they're going to be better in a few years' time, those players I just mentioned. Carlton's players are in their prime right now, which is why I think that they can finish third on the table at the end of the home and away season. While they might struggle, well, we've mentioned the injuries potentially if those guys aren't right, 
it, it's got to be they need to find more goal kickers. The reliance on Charlie Kernow was huge last year, even the year before he's gone back to back in the Coleman. But I think where is really shown is in finals. In finals, if Charlie's not able to hit the scoreboard, and it's much harder to do that. So, as hey, Mackay's a man, is he? Is he the one left to lift? Uh, I don't necessarily know if Mackay is. No, I think it's their their other forwards. Mackay. Mackay does need a lift in terms of actually his accuracy at goal and, and kicking straighter at goal. But no, they need other guys to pop up and to be able to hit the scoreboard. Charlie Kernan kicked 81 goals last season. The next most in their team worlds was Harry Mackay with 29. Always 27, Motlop 24, Jack Martin 17, Silvani won't be there, kick 14, Cottrell 11, Durden 11. Those guys all need to be getting up to 20s and 30s, which is where you see the Brisbane forward line, the Collingwood forward line, if they're going to win finals, because you can't rely... If you stop Charlie Curnow, then all of a sudden they just don't have the team to kick a score. Could Orazio Fantasia come in and kick some goals a great, if he can get his body right? It's a great shout if he can get his body right. That's a big question mark there. We we know he hasn't had a great run at it. Look, what I like with Orazio Fantasia, I liken him to a Jamie Elliott where he is a dangerous forward that you have to play someone on him. Regardless of whether they're getting a kick or not, you have to still lock them down. So it means that maybe then an Owies or and Motlop or Durden then gets a lesser like or a lesser matchup and can stand up. So that's what they need to be able to avoid a struggle this season and going backwards. I've got them third on the ladder. They play North Melbourne and Richmond twice, which is really positive. The other positive for them is last year they were eight wins, three losses and a draw away from home. They actually travelled really well. Now, they've got two of the Holland boys in now, haven't they? Two, yep. two classy players. Could one of those... Go forward. Yeah, could I still think Elijah or yeah, I, st- I still think it's a wing, maybe a half forward, but yeah, look, they might be able to hit the scoreboard a little bit more though. Um, so yeah, there is some positives there. They were five wins and six losses at home last year, which is not that common for teams. So I feel like they'll be able to fix that up, which means that okay. they might get a couple more games. I've got them finishing in third position, which leads me to second position on the table. I've got last year's premiers, the Collingwood Magpies. <laughs> Oh, so it's going to be a replay of last year. You've got one, well, two again. This is my home and away finish at the end of the minor round. Okay. So, uh, not necessarily no. your grand finals. Correct. Uh, and so things can obviously change. Come, I'm going to allow myself to get closer to the finals before I pick the finals. But uh, I've got Collingwood finishing second on the ladder. And again, I've gone off a ladder predictor. Effectively, I predicted the rounds, and I had them finishing in second position. Now, why they can finish in second or even on top of the table is. I think people don't realise this. They actually had a much higher number of missed games to their best players last year than most sides did, which is remarkable considering they won the Premiership. McStay missed over 10 games. Howe also missed over 10 games. Darcy Cameron, the number one ruck, missed seven. Dugowie missed five. Nick Dacos missed four games. That is a, a decent core of their better players that missed a large chunk of their season last year. Again, I compare them to the Bulldogs. Their better players barely missed a game last year. And Collingwood won the flag and finished on top, and the Bulldogs didn't make finals. So what does that say about their depth and resilience? It says a lot about Collingwood, that culture, and that footy club. 
18 of their grand final side have now played over 50 games as well. So just experience-wise and maturity, it is really good. And you know what? Nick Dacos isn't even in one of those 18 players. So the upside there and the experience in this Collingwood side is greater than what people realize. And it does make a difference at the end of the day. And they picked up Lockie Shields. Without a doubt. I haven't even mentioned Lockie Shields. It's a huge addition. We know what. He's, he's again, another one like that Fantasia. You've got to put time into oh. it. But you've also got to put time into Bobby Hill. I, I love how they've got Jamie Elliott. I, I'm a big believer that the teams that win premierships are not the teams with the best key forwards all the time. It's the other periphery, medium size and small forwards that make a real difference come the finals. While they might struggle, well, it's probably their health. If those guys miss again, they were able to cover it last year. But it's also the key ruck. Like Darcy Cameron is a is a good footballer, and so is Mason Cox, but they're not in the best eight to ten ruckmen in the competition. So, if you're playing against Collingwood, where can we potentially get on top? It's the centre square. If we can get a dominance there, they will be the hunted this season as well. They will be the team that everyone wants to beat. They're last year's premiers. I've got them in second position on the table, which leads me to the number one side at the end of the home and away season, the Brisbane Lions. I know that a lot of people are big on Brisbane this season and a lot of people have them on top of the table. We know that they could have won the grand final last year, lost by four points. While they can finish on top, Tom today has come in. Ashcroft will also be back, back. Yep. which will be huge for them. They certainly lacked him at the end of the year. And the improvement of Kitty Coleman, Jasper Fletcher, Wilmore, Devin Robertson, if you add the improvement of those guys to their 14 guys with experience who have played over 100 games of AFL footy. It makes up two-thirds of their side. Again, I've talked about list profile. Brisbane's list profile is as good as Carlton's. They are ready to go. They are cherry ripe. I've got them finishing on top. They didn't lose a game at home last year. I'm not sure they will again this season. Uh, They have a really tough draw. But again, I think they're the best, equally the best team in it. So they'll be able to negate that. While they might struggle, well, we've seen teams struggle to back up after a, after a grand final loss. Not not so much when they've lost a close one when it's been a little bit bigger. But there can be an element of mental exhaustion, and that can be a real challenge for players and for teams. I don't think we're going to see that with Brisbane this year. I don't think there's many weaknesses in this side. I think Big O's come on into a pretty good Ruckman. So they're a pretty reliable side. And I've got Brisbane finishing on top of the table at the end of the season. And they've got so many attacking options, haven't they? You can throw Rayner down there. you got Hipwood. You've got, you got big guys. You've got small guys. McCarthy plays his role. Charlie Cameron's probably the best small forward. It's a super point. I made the point about Collingwood, how medium forwards and small forwards, especially come finals time, are so valuable to kick you those goals. You mentioned Hipwood and Danaher. They've got McCarthy, Rayner, Charlie Cameron, as you said, Zach Bailey. Oh. Those guys, as they did in the grand final can kick 10 goals between them and you don't even need your big guys yeah. to kick the goals that's the difference between Brisbane for mine and Carlton with where I've got those teams at the moment it's amazing Dan round one last year we called was Port Adelaide playing Brisbane here Brisbane yes. led at quarter time by two or three goals got beaten by seven you think oh Brisbane are gone but it's overseas it's over 23-24 rounds and and that squad you mentioned they're not going to lose too many games at home and they'll win a lot of games away so I think you've covered that one pretty well. So Brisbane, I've got on top. I had Collingwood in second and Carlton in third. So that is my 18 that I've done. Uh, Wills is going to give his top eight tomorrow night.